Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Toledo, your host on Dent Time PDR, a podcast about PDR training, tutorials, interviews, and much more. So get something to eat, drink, and start pushing. It's time to listen. Oh, my gosh, man. You guys are not going to believe this. I was actually recording for like 10, 15 minutes into my podcast and forgot to hit the dang darn record button. Man, I'm going to kill myself, man. Wow, no kidding. Shush up, Don. Freaking Don. <laughs> Anyways, we have a great, great show coming up. This is a packed show. It's going to be about the events that are coming up, and I'm going to go right down the line in just a second, but I'm going to uh, talk about what we're going to talk about, and that's the events, and then we're going to have guest of Dominic Sarah on and Jean, Okay. Gosh dang, I went blank on his last name. But Jean is from Slovakia. He won two out of the three Dental Olympic contests. I don't know what place he placed on exactly on the MTE, but he's pretty damn good. That's what I'm just trying to say, okay? So we're looking forward to hearing from them. And then last but not least, we're going to talk about how you can remove dents in 30 to 60 seconds for $150 with no complaints. Yep, I'm telling you. There's a way to do it. We've been leaving money on the table for a freaking long time. Well, at least, eh, well, I'll get into the details about that. But stay tuned on that. You're going to really love it. And you're going to thank me at the end. And like I said, it, it's got a lot, a lot of value. All right, so let's talk about the events coming up. I just want to make the, sure that these dates are straight. Because I think I've been twisting up and forgetting about the exact dates. or kind of just messing it up. So, Kiko training glue pulling course they've got it is april 4th through the 5th and then the 5th they're having an open house party for themselves okay so it's kikotabs.com they have a a pdr glue pole training 4th through the 5th which is april 4th through the 5th and then they're going to have an open house party the 5th okay the next one is anson's open house which is friday april 19th in fort worth now, it just hailed over there. I know it's hailed there, and I think it hailed in, uh, in, shoot, I think it's Florida. I'm not quite sure exactly where in Florida, but I heard that that just got popping. And I know a lot of you guys are excited and already working. Maybe you're listening to this as you're pushing. I don't know how fast that goes. I think the cat team's got to set up and blah, blah, blah. But uh, good luck to you guys out there, and happy trail, happy hail trail out there. Um. The next event after that is in April. So there's a lot of April stuff going on. April 25th through the 26th, we've got a dive into Standliner Tools workshop, and that is April 25th through the 26th. And the 27th is the IMI at Dentcraft Don Cavanaugh's shop in Minnesota. For more information on that, check out StandlinerTools.com for the event for the sign-up. Actually, yeah, for the sign-up, go to ansonpdr.com I'll have a link down there below guys um, you just go there and, and there's a link to pick which which IMI course you're going to after that you've got PDR Repair Secrets Workshop and it's the seminar and the IMI at PDR Canada and that is May 16th through the 19th May 16th through the 19th um yeah, that one's that one's a that's another cool workshop. We're going to talk about that one. That one specifically, we are going to be talking about focusing on this podcast. We've got a couple guests 
talking about advanced techniques um, and then what it's about, what's the camaraderie about, things like that. And then the last one is IMI EV course, which is at my shop in Dentime in San Diego, North County, Escondido area, Saturday, May 25th. That's a great weekend. It's going to be fun. You guys come down, hang out. And we've got even some people from Taiwan coming to this event too. We've got guys from LA, San Diego, and Taiwan. That's that's far as I know. But I haven't checked the sign up since then. But you got time. It's going to be fun. You guys, uh, some of you guys have been to my shop already. But it would just be something to look forward to to come. Okay, Saturday, May 5th, 25th. All right, so let's get into what this podcast is about. This podcast is about bettering yourself. Investing in yourself, investing in your company. You know, PDR is a style now. It's not just the technique. It's not one technique. It's multiple different techniques. And when I, what, I, what I've been taking away from when I go to these seminars like PDR College and, we, and I went to a Taiwan event and I, and I had Mega Media event and, and I've been to obviously a few different events during my career. And what do I learn from it? What do I see other people take away from it? Techniques, style, bits and information. Sometimes it's a lot of information, but it always makes their company better. You know what you got to think about? Like, where are you now and where were you last year? And if you are the same as you were last year, you're kind of just bored. You're kind of hit a plateau. It's not exciting anymore. You're losing the flair. You're you're losing the spark, well, then it's time to jump in one of these events. Get to take something out, take something away from it. That's what that's what these things are for. Is to is to put some spark on you. It's kind of like a, uh, uh, I don't know what what do you call that thing? It's kind of um, I don't know. It's just a shot of adrenaline. You know, you can see people's sparkle in their eyes. This new New, new life that they have that when, when they take things away from these events. You know, there is a lot of stuff that you can learn from one seminar. And what do we all, where do we all, where do we all lack on? We lack on, some of us lack on finishing, like we need to learn to finish better or be faster because we already got the foundation, but we want to be faster. How do we become more efficient? How do we become more cleaner? How do we work smarter, not harder? How do we build systems so we're not on the phone constantly and we can concentrate on on the real thing, which is work? These are all some of the big benefits that these seminars have. And speaking of seminars or events, if I'm leaving things out, please, I really want you to contact me. Let me know your event. I will be more than happy to share it on my podcast with the link. I'd love to do my part. So contact me. And I do not mean to leave anybody out. So if anybody, well, Mike Toledo is just promoting the stuff he's going to. No, I'm not. In fact, I can't go to the Kiko one. I want to, but I can't. But uh, please, please, I'm here to help. I really am. So let me know, if, or if even if it's not your event, tell me, hey, hey, Mike, there's an event, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I was oblivious about the 300. I didn't know that was going on at a certain time. And uh, so I got word of it and I put it up. 
but it was <laughs> unfortunately it was that weekend. So sorry. Um, anyhow, so this this is this podcast is about. And I interviewed two people who are uh, at the PDR Repair Secrets, and uh, Dominic Sarah, who's the owner operator of PDR Canada. He's hosting that pdrrepairsecrets.ca. That's the website domain you can go uh, register. He's going to be talking about the event. Really cool interview. And he has a lot of energy and a lot of stuff to talk about. Then we're going to bring on Jean from Slo- uh, Slovakia. Now he came in. He get, he did like, you think, place like two out of three Dental Olympics first place. Super good tech. Super nice guy. And... It wants to share some techniques through this podcast and what he's going to be uh, talking about and showing uh, at PDR Repair Secrets uh, workshop seminar. So let's get started. Let's get Dom on and then we'll go from there. I'm going to call him right now. Hello. What up, Dominic? How you doing, dude? Good, man. How's it going? Good. Can you hear me? Awesome. All right, cool. So it's shaking over there. Not too much, man. Things are going just... Dynamite! <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> All right, what's going on, Dominic? I, I know I kind of called you right at the last second here, and uh, I wanted to bring you on. Not really last second, uh, but I I personally called you. I was like, all right, I'm going to call you at 9. I'm going to call you this, and I had to get everything set up. But listen, uh, I'm glad you came on. I don't think uh, many of my listeners uh, know who you are. You're in Canada, but you are a big company out there, PDR Canada. This is Dominic Sarah out in PDR Canada, in Canada. And you are actually holding an event called PDR Repair Secrets.ca if you guys want to more, know more information or if you're in that area. So what what made you decide to hold an event? Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm attending and there's a few other people like Jean and, and Don Cavanaugh and other people out there, which we will get on the show later on. So... What what made you want to host a an event like this? You know what, Mike? I, I've I've always had a love for PDR, right? So I mean, I'm always on a quest for learning. I've been attending seminars uh, for a good portion of the last four or five years, and I just I love it. You know, I've met lots of really cool people, and I just kind of want to put something together in Canada and just keep learning. Awesome, awesome. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And, and so I think it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. And from your take, you know, and nothing, and listen, uh, we know PDR College is is, is definitely the first ones to go out and start seminars and advanced training and things like that. What did you take away from that? And what did you, what what are you, what are you taking away from there? And and what what are are you doing anything different compared to, to that? And like I said, it's not a, it's not like trying to be better, but I'm just saying, what have you learned from that? that you could you could uh take and bring to your your event oh man the the pdr college seminars have done wonders for for me personally as a technician and and my company and all the technicians that work for me we pretty much attended that for the past three seasons uh religiously and we took a ton away from it like i i I gotta say your marketing skills are are just unbelievable um I put a lot of that to use. Uh, I, you know, I watched some of, some of the greats do some pretty crazy repairs. I, I listened to Hail Guys talk. Uh, you know, I watched Shane do some repairs, Bryce Kelly. Like, I just took a ton of stuff out of that and, 
and turned it into gold when I left uh, every time. Uh, our, our seminar is pretty much going to be on a similar basis, but I, I'd like to do a little more hands-on. Uh, I mean, questions and answers, if, if you're not feeling like trying to put your hands on the tools, uh, you're more than willing just to watch. Um, but I, I, I really want guys to be able to, to try new techniques. I, I, I want these mentors that are, that are coming to be able to, to show them how they're doing their repairs. Like for, for me, I don't know about you, you know, I blend, uh, you know, you, you probably blend, but are we blending the same? Uh, are, are we attacking body line dents the same? Like I, I've done most of my, like, the best learning just just by watching other technicians work so so this is going to be kind of like a a, is this going to be kind of like a workshop where where um they personally get to work on vehicles or work on the cars to themselves and share their insights too because that that would be pretty cool yeah that's exactly what i'm going for it's going to be like a workshop like i what i've done is i've carefully selected some technicians that i know are are just fabulous and uh i've kind of ask them what they can bring to the table. I've run a poll across several dent technicians and big dent companies asking, you know, what they'd like to see. And, and believe it or not, like even some of the most advanced technicians are, are asking uh, to see silly questions like how, how other technicians are finishing out their dents. Yeah. And, and these guys are able to finish dents flawlessly, but they just want to see how other people are finishing dents. Absolutely. I, it still intrigues me. It, it intrigues me if yeah me, me too it, it, even if there's people that says hey i glassed this dent and there was 10 different people and they all glassed it like not even glassed it they just got it really well got it good man do you you know how i would i would sit there and and watch every single one of those because i know there's mm-hmm. something i could take away from each one of those techniques and to me personally i call it dent foo like right you 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 have a dent foo style. They have a dent foo style, but you can take a little bit of their style and implement it into you. And if you're shaving off the minute, five minutes, whatever time it is, it's valuable. So I, I think that's a great idea, oh. Dominic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I'll give you a for instance. I, I work with my right hand man, where uh, Dan Bahorek, and we're, we're constantly working together. And, and you know, we split cars, we split hail cars, and and you'll be like, oh, this, this roof's killing me, and you, you want to take it over and he'll, he'll move on to the sides or a rail that's, that's busting my chops and, and I'll blow through the roof and he blows through the rail that I was having troubles with. So, I mean, there's a prime example of two decent technicians that one's good at something and, you know, not, 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 not necessarily good at something. Um, it's a technique with different metals. Yeah. Like that, that's why I think it's so important to be able to have a workshop like this, to be able to work with other technicians and, and really, really try to pick up how they're pushing different metals. Yeah, that's, that's super interesting. And that's why you, you know, when I, I'm sure you have hail out there and I, when I was traveling doing hail, I, I saw teams of guys working, right. And they had one guy said, well, I'm really good at deck lids, hoods and hoods. And then you're, you're going to be good at roofs and, and, not they're going to be good, but they all had their, their, their quality, their standpoint quality, because one was better than the other at doing rails and roofs or the other one hoods and trunks. So, but what we, what I learned of watching those guys, like you said, by watching and seeing their techniques, I grab stuff. You know what I mean? Like I learned how to be way more efficient by watching them and understanding how their technique 
it was. So I think this is going to be a great, super valuable uh, seminar to, to be at because it's, it's like, it's not only that you're the audience, you're part of the act, right? That's basically what it is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm there to learn. Like I'm putting this on, but I'm there to, to, to soak it in. Like I was talking to John there about, uh, you know, what he could bring to the table and, and he thinks it's, uh, light positioning is super important. And, and you know what? I, I believe him. Like, I think if your light is, I've watched guys fix a destroyed roof all from the, from the back of the vehicle. And I'm like, I'm trying to cross check this thing. I'm, I'm looking at shop lights. I'm, I'm trying to QC this thing and, and pick something out and they've just done a wonderful job. And I'm like, how, how are you doing that without cross checking? You know? And then the truth comes out light positioning. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. You know? And it's like, I, I learned something. It's yeah. like, wow. And it just made me that much better. That's the same thing. And getting into light positioning, I'm going to be talking about led lights. Well, oh, led lights. Of course they're led lights. I'm going to be talking about lines and why people, you know, they have such a hard time understanding lines. Here's the deal, too, about learning, Dominic. If you're willing to learn, you will learn. If you are not willing to learn, then, then you're not going to learn anything. I mean, if you come into if you come into something like people are like, oh, man, your lines, they don't, they're, they're not this, they're not that. We all know it's the reason why the people put down, it, it doesn't even have to be lines. Oh, I don't like the way you, I don't like blending. I don't like this. When you agree, it's not really about if they like it or not. It's about they don't understand it. Is that correct? You, 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 I, I, 100% correct. Like, like it's funny you bring up the, the line boards and, and fixing with lines as, as opposed to fade. Uh, it's something that I've always wanted to wanted to touch on or, or learn. And I always dabble with it by myself. I actually don't have anyone that works around me that works with, a, with, a, with lines. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping that when you come, you can kind of put on a little show uh, with the with how you're reading lines and how you're finishing dense with lines because I would love to be able to learn that 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 to me would be so valuable. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's uh, that that's one thing of many that you, that we are going to be at doing at your event. I'll be talking about marketing as well. Marketing changes con- consistently all the time, so there will always be something new to talk about when it comes to marketing. Besides, who who doesn't like to get pumped up on? knowing how to promote your business. So uh, yeah, I think it's going to be, I excellent. agree with you, Mike, you know, like a hundred percent, sorry to interrupt you here, but like, that's, that's like those PDR college seminars. Like I would take my team down there and yes, you know, it was expensive, but uh, now that I'm putting on these sh- a show myself, I, I can see why these, these shows cost a little bit of money. There's a lot of work involved, but, but I'm getting off topic here. Uh, our team would come back to Canada uh, and, and everyone would just be pumped. They'd be like, Oh yeah, let's, you know, I'm going to try this. And they're all trying bigger dents and, and in turn making themselves more money and making PDR Canada, uh, a bigger PDR player. Uh, you know, like just everyone came back with a, a ton of energy. They, it, 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 I love it. I love everything about these seminars and workshops. And, uh, I, I, I pretty much live, eat and breathe PDR. So it's a shoe in for me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. but I noticed, I noticed it with my guys, like, they just came back like new men. Yeah, and that's that's important. That is very important. It's always getting good good new juice, motivation to just, just keep going. I mean, listen, man, this is the best industry, anything in the world that I could do. I, and I keep mentioning, I say this all the time, but a lot of people don't know that. A lot of my friends that I, that I almost see almost every weekend are doctors. 
okay? And they make big buku bucks, dude, okay? But they also went to school for 12 years. They also have liability. They have all kinds of stuff. Man, if you can't invest a little bit of money into your into your own business and get motivated and learn and get and get better at what you do so you can promote yourself better, Man, this is it, it, it's. I don't know what else to do then. What go go into something else? What I'm trying to say is oh, invest in your invest in yourself and your company. Reinvest it, and and get get out there and and sign up for PDR Canada's event. Uh, PDRrepairsecrets.ca and come out and join us with uh, with with Dominic. So keep going, Dominic. What what else we got going over there? Oh, who's the guest? Yeah, Let like, me ask. You know what? Go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm, I. I tell you to ask, say something. And I say, well, who's the guest? Like, let's just do that first. Like, who who's who's coming to this event? Well, you know what? We're probably going to have a couple surprise guests uh, that uh, we're going to keep on the down low for now. I think it's just going to make it more exciting. But we got John Cavanaugh that's coming. Now, I, I, I've been watching that fella real closely. Wow, uh, okay. uh, the, amount, the the kind of damage that guy fixes is just it's it's it's, it's dynamite, and 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 he's a great fella. Like. Like, I mean, I've texted Don in the middle of a repair and said, hey, you know, or I've even texted him at the end of a day and says, ah, oh, check this out. This thing killed me today. I'm not, I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's just like, oh, brother, we're all fit there. Uh, you know, and we talk to each other. Like, he, he's going to be coming too, and he's going to be putting on uh, a little bit of a body line demonstration. So we're trying to keep things to more of a minimum. We're not going to try to repair, like, completely caved in doors. It, it, it eats up a lot of time, and, and I don't want guys – to get bored I, i'd rather do you know the hard damage that are more of an hour repair half hour repair like the 20 uh, percent you know, like small the, creases uh, yeah. yeah 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 i i find yeah. i i think that's a great idea and speaking of dawn dude like who who doesn't like dawn right dominic i mean you could just talk to this guy and the no, guy's the most humble like easygoing you would never know that dawn was a ninja tech, man. The guy is phenomenal, a good, good tech. So, and going back to what you're saying, finishing up, I'm, I, I'm a, when I talk about things, I talk about all kinds of things, but I'll come and finish my loop. But going back to what you just mentioned, you're not trying to do these giant train wrecks that are going to take one to two days to do. Because here's what really matters. Everybody cares about the last part, right? They, that's the part where what tool did you use to, f to finish that out without marking it up? Or how did you glue pole that yeah. with, you know, with, with that? Or I never would have thought about, you know, pushing my light back that far when I'm at that last bit or using this sharp tool compared to that tool. You know what I mean? It's, that's the stuff that's, oh, yeah, that's no, intriguing. I agree with you. It, it, it's something as simple as I call, I call it breaking the dent back. Um, when you're working on a dent that's completely locked up, um, and, and you finally get it to give, you know, that doesn't take all day. That's just a technique that you're using to be able to unlock that dent. And that right there, you know, uh, to someone that's really good at unlocking these nasty, sharp dents on body lines and stuff, he, he, he could, he could give you his take on that with, with it within an hour, you know, yeah. and, and you're more than welcome to try, you know? So I think that part of the, the seminar and, the whole PDR repair secrets is going to be really cool. And, and, and we'll back up a little bit here. You were talking about when you come to these seminars and these training, uh, you know, you're going to take out of it what you put into it. So this universe pretty much, you know, it'll give you back exactly what you put in. 
So, I mean, if you come to this thing and you're just there to, you know, text your, your buddies and not pay attention, then, then that's what you're going to get out of these seminars. If you go there and open your ears and learn, <clears throat> you'll take tons out of it. Yep. It's worked for me time yep. over time. Right. Yep. So. Yep. I think it's I think it's a it's a hell of a, a hell of an idea and a, a nice event. I mean, it, basically, you're um, you really kind of fine forming it because a lot what it what what does everybody want to know is is the finishing. Okay, that's and like I said, it's super interesting to see a bunch of different guys that make it make it the most interesting when they have they share their different techniques. And like I said, the the best thing about this, I think someone's trying to call me right now too. Um, the best thing about this is that the people who are coming to to see this are actually the, the the trainers themselves. That's what's crazy because they're going to be able to work on a dent and going well. Either they're saying they're contributing to what the common PDR tech challenge is, or they're help uh, help uh, basically solving that technique too, right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it, it's an eye opener when you got a group of talented individuals all in one room, feeding off of each other. It, 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 it's you know, like we've had nasty dents in the shop that we probably shouldn't be repairing, and we've had three advanced technicians in there to do the repair. I, I'm not, I'm not kidding. We, I've, I've spent an hour on it, and you know, Dan has spent an hour on it, and Jake has spent an hour on it, and I can't believe how beautiful that the job turns out in the end when you got three different technique playing around with a dead uh, we don't do that often but i've been in that situation and it's like if i was there by myself i don't i don't think i would have would have been able to make the repair that's a damn good point that's a real good point yeah that honestly that's that that's that's awesome that's really awesome yeah that's I, a I prime think. example of, of of it very fair right yeah i never i never looked at it that from that point of view that's super interesting so i so how long is the event dominic uh, it's three days. Now, we do have the IMI certification going on in there. So, um, I mean, day one is going to be all uh, seminar and, and, and kind of training and questions and answers. And day two and three is going to be IMI. So the group's going to get split up into into two sections. So on uh, day two, there's going to be a, one group that goes into the IMI and the other group's going to stay back for the seminar. And then day three will be kind of like a repeat of day two while the other group goes into the IMI. And that, that's another thing that I think is great. Certifications. Like, they're, 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 you, you did a podcast I was listening to a, a while back about certifications. Like, uh, and I remember you were talking about, you know, when, you're, when your customer lo- looks you up and, and you're certified with, it just shows your commitment to your, to your trade. Yeah. Yep. You yep. know? Yep. Always, so, always improving, always uh, just... Listen, I, like I said, I, we, I've already mentioned it, man. You, you, you're investing in yourself and your company. You know, um, why not? You know what I mean. And that's the way people. The, the electric cars are here. They're staying. They're they ain't going nowhere. They they're, they're going to be oh. the future, no matter what. And either get it done now or later. I, I I prefer to start the race when it starts, not in the middle of the marathon. So that's how I look at it. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I agree, hundred percent. Like you like. Like, uh, you know, uh, if you're not ahead of the game, every, everybody's just going to run, run you over. You know, if you're, if you're a den company and, and you're, and you're, you're not in getting involved in the new tools and new technology, and new techniques, and you're just going to stay where you're at. I'm a firm believer of that. 
Okay. And when it, when is so, the event? What's the dates? Uh, you know, I think it's the 16th, 17th, and 18th. I, I, yeah, I right. have a lot of stuff going on, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure the PDR of Repair Secrets is this May 16th, 17th, and 18th, and that's held in Sherwood Park, Alberta, which is pretty much Edmonton. Uh, it's just a little subsidiary of Edmonton. So uh, it'll be great. Uh, May's beautiful weather here. So, I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to see if we can get some, some Americans to come down here too. I think it'd be fun for them, uh, you know. So, I mean, it's a chance to visit a different part of the country uh, and uh, network with some Canadian technicians. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's going to be a, It'd be wonderful. I'm actually very excited about it. You know, it's the first time for us to do anything like that. Um, so I can't wait to see what uh, what it will hold for us. Good. And now let me ask you another question here. Is this event only for guys who are advanced, or is this something for new techs too as well? You know what? I've had a couple inquiries with some new technicians, and you know what? I'm highly recommending they come. because I do too. I don't know about you, but I remember when I was learning, I my trainer was telling me stuff that I just couldn't understand. And, you know, one day a light bulb turned on and I started taking the information that I got in year one, using it in year five. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, this, this kind of a, of a seminar, I wouldn't say is just for advanced technicians. You know, uh, I have a, a beginner that works for me and he'll be attending and, you know, he may pull some information out of there and be able to use it immediately but I guarantee if he doesn't use it immediately, he'll use it in the next few years when his tech, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, when his abilities are able to allow him to use those techniques. I, and listen, I'm going to so, elab- I'm going to, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go, go ahead, finish your sentence. Well, I'll give you an example of that. It was like, it was like blending. When, when I first tried to blend, I, I would make a mess. And, and the more I fixed dents and the more I blended, it kind of came together. I kind of understood it more. I, I feel like when my abilities were at a certain level, then blending was a, a possibility. Uh, I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly. No, I think, like, yep, I understand. Like, I, yeah, like I would be, I would blend and make a mess when you're learning. And then once I started understanding PDR more, blending became a part of it. Um, so basically I was top blending from the beginning, but I wasn't able to use it for three or four years. So, so yeah, I think, I think it's, I think a a new technician or a rookie tech um, could take a lot out of this and also make a lot of contacts. I think coming to a seminar like this, you're going to meet a lot of interesting people and be able to have a portfolio of guys you can call on or, or talk to or get you out of trouble whenever you need it. Right. So I, and I'm going to add to that. I think it's, I think it's highly recommended that you can go any any seminar that you can afford or would be beneficial and you and you're going to be around veteran techs who are damn good at what they do hell yes it's like being there in person you know what i mean and i mean it is being you are being there in person seeing the physical aspect of it maybe you're pushing it wrong maybe you're looking at it wrong maybe you're using the wrong tools maybe you're doing all the above this is a chance yeah. to actually see firsthand physically what is going on and get everyone's different take at the same time. So much good information, so valuable. And plus you're going to learn how to market your, your company and your techniques, because listen, techniques aren't worth a damn if you don't know how to market it. 
I've been preaching that tons of times, man. There's really good techs out there, but there's really bad techs out there, and there's mediocre techs out there. But any of the, the mediocre techs and the bad techs know how to market better than the good techs, well, unfortunately, those guys who market better are always going to win. So yeah, I, no, I you're 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 right. This, you know, I agree with you, hundred percent. I think I just think it's great. It's a it basically what we're trying to say, Dominic. Right? Is like if you're a newbie, a veteran, you should come to PDRSecrets.ca uh, and and learn a hell of a lot in Canada if you're even near there or around there. So um, even if you're not, try to make the try to make the event. So it's going to be awesome. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, awesome. I, we can't we can't can't wait for it either. We can't wait to have you here. Um, yeah. So I mean, like I said, uh, I'm I'm kind of hoping to uh, to see how that line board works, and uh, if you can have a you know a, an opportunity to be able to spend a little time with with us, trying to show us how you're reading your your tooltip with that line board and how you're finishing dance. I'd love to to be able to soak some of that up. That's for sure. Well, awesome. That's what we're. That's what I'm looking forward to too as well, Don. I mean, Don, Dominic. Yeah, I called you Dom. Yeah, I call you Dom. What am I saying? So, yeah, uh, people call me Dom. People call me Dominic. I'm good. All right. Well, I'm actually going to be bringing uh, Jean on after you, so I get I go into different spurts Ooh, right here on. and there. Um, but and then I'm going to go get a hold of uh, Don K. Don Cavanaugh, and then we'll uh, we'll get a hold of him. Wow! No kidding. Jesus. <laughs> so, right on. And, and, and we'll go in there, but. Uh, Dom, I just want to say thanks a lot for coming on. Really do appreciate you uh, taking the time. This is a Saturday I'm recording with you and, and, and telling us all about it. So again, if you are interested in it, go check out pdrrepairsecrets.ca, pdrrepairsecrets.ca, May 16th through the 18th. And we'll look forward to seeing you there. But Dominic, thanks for coming on, man. And I will talk to you soon, dude. Okay. Right on. We'll talk to you. All right. So, as you guys know, I like to bring different people, different guests on here. This is kind of an action-packed guest list here. I will be next week or the following, excuse me, I shouldn't say next week, but the following podcast in the future, I'm going to have Derek Yo. So I really want to get together with some very fine technicians who, who do some very amazing repairs. So speaking of some amazing repairs, we're going to bring on John Vidic and... Um, We'll give him a call, and, and we're going to talk about the PDRRepairSecrets.ca event in Canada. He's going to be one of the one of the guys attending and showing off some of his techniques. So let's give him a call here. Should be able to get him on. Hello. What's up, Sean? Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Can you hear me okay? Doing great, man. Yeah, yeah, doing great. All right, good, good. So I'm actually recording right now as we speak. Okay, great. Thanks, thanks for calling me. Thanks for having me on, man. No, no problem, no problem. So you and I and Don Cavanaugh and uh, a few other people are going to be at the um, PDRSecrets.ca event, well, PDR Canada's event. I keep saying PDRRepairSecrets.ca. That's the website where you can sign up. But Tell me something, man. Are you excited to be going there? I know you're at PDR College. That's where I first met you in person, and now you're going to be traveling over to Canada. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. I'm um, happy for the invite there. Uh, it's going to be, what, 16, 17, and 18 of May, right? 
That's correct. That's correct. I yeah. just I just got yeah. done speaking to Dom, Dominic. Okay. And um, yeah, he he had a lot of good things to say about it, and we were talking about the event. But I brought you on to not only talk about the event, but we, we want to talk about some advanced techniques. And if we can talk about a little bit of some pointers and then, you know, how beneficial it is to see somebody do repairs or not, not, and we were talking about not big smashes. We're talking about the end repairs. You know what I mean? Like 20%, the last 20%, which is generally everyone's main interest in this stuff. So we, we yeah, want to Yes. Yeah. The finishing. That's exactly what, what, and it's not just about you or, or me or Don or someone doing their repairs. It's, it's what you can take away from it. Not, not saying you're going to copy the exact technique, but what you can take away from it and implement it in yourself. I mean, that, that would, that sounds about right. Right. That's what people would want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that's, uh, it's great to see, uh, other people work. Uh, even I was, when I was presenting an advanced skill seminar, it was great to see Bryce and Derek and all the other guys work and see what they're doing, you know? Absolutely. You learn, even if you learn one small thing, it can change everything you know, how you finish, you know? Yep, I, I agree 100. And I was just talking about, um, I was just talking about to, um, gosh, what was his, uh, yeah, I was talking about Dominic and yeah. about the same scenario. And then I was just bringing up about Derek Yost too, because I'm going to have Derek Yost down, down the line in this thing too as well, because he's a phenomenal tech and just as this as anybody else that I've seen. So, um, yeah. now John, we're going to, you, you have some techniques you're going to be sharing over there. And then after go ahead and name a few that you were, you were planning on doing and, and then we'll talk about some of those techniques. So what were you, what were you planning to, to showcase over there? At the, the event? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, first, uh, like a presentation of who I am and what I do. And then um, then I was going to show the, because I'm a hair technician, so I do a lot of hair all the time. And as you know, finishing in hair is like much more important. I mean, not important, but when we get a car fixing with hair dance, it's like a 800 dents on it that you need to finish, right? Yeah. It's not just one dent that you need to finish. So. I think in overall for finishing is more more used in uh, hair technicians than it's like in uh, normal gardening guys. You know what I mean? I do. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, so um I want to I want to share some tips and tricks how to get better and faster doing hair and finishing, you know. Well, I, it, and, uh, and it wouldn't be just about for the guys specifically doing hail too. I mean, it could be a guy that's got yeah. it's got a monster den on a rail and he wants to you know, be more efficient at, at taking those out. So, I mean, it could be for yeah. anybody, right? That's true. Yeah, it's for anybody. And then, uh, of course, it's going to be hand on, hands on. So, we're going to do some creases and uh, add uh, the body line dance and everything else. We're going to show how to finish them, how to start them correctly, so you can do it faster and better. Well, it's speaking of, speaking of that, I mean, when, what's your favorite go to tool if you can get it down the door? And on the body line of of a panel, what what, what is your go to tool? Uh, it's the from A one the ten tweezer tool that can you can put the red cherry cap on. You know that's oh. that's what I would start with. Uh -huh. So I can get it. I can get the the bottom out on the body line quickly. Then I would move to something more flat, 
like maybe um, the dance craft. Do you know the black set that has uh, the door tools? Yeah, I do. So what? Yeah, so one of those. I would use one of those because it's not sharp, but it's not super soft. So that and to finish, I would finish with the dent reaper probably. Perfect. See, uh, you are. See, here's the here's what's cool about it. You and I are on the same page, but we just use different tools. You know what yeah. I mean? We're on the same page. And if you guys are paying attention, listen to what John just said. He's going to start with a soft tip, technically a midpoint, and then a sharper tip for finishing. You know, we, you, you just, it's just, those are the three steps to do it. And a lot of people, unfortunately, don't really realize that. They, they use the same tool, Sean, right? And they either overstretch yeah. to that, they stay too, too big for too long, or they go too sharp too soon. Yeah, yeah. You need to change your tips. That's why they're different tips. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, man. That's right. That's that's true. Now, give you you showed me a repair when we were at PDR College. Um, you yeah. showed me a blasted. I mean, it wasn't. It was blasted hail, but it wasn't like the thing was. It wasn't about how smashed the rail was. It was about how many there were on that rail. And you said yeah. you did it. You fixed those dents in how long? It was two hours. Two hours. And how many dents do you think were on there? Around 200 probably. 200 dents, dude. Okay, so give me a, walk me through this repair, okay? Because I, I want to I imagine how you're able to fix that in, in two hours. Well, um, with glue pulling, first thing, you need to really know your glue, you know? Because each glue, there for me there is no like the best glue. If you know your glue, the, what you're using the best, then that's gonna work best for you. Because you need to know when is the time to pull, so it will pull perfectly. You know the setup time is different in every glue. So once you get down to the best setup, the, the setup time for your glue, you know when you're gonna pull. So I think you're 100 percent right. Yeah. So I used like. Probably like five tabs at the time, between five to ten, because of the setup time. So I can just go put five tabs on it and go directly and pull them right immediately after, you know. So the first one I put on is the first one I'm going to pull. And I'm going to pick a part of the rail and I'm going to just pull everything as I can, then start tapping down everything and then start, start blending everything to finish it. It's like steps, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you're basically, you know, obviously you're not waiting, uh, you know, one at a time yeah. like like some people do. Um, you're yeah, setting up you five to ten, right? Yeah. You don't want to wait. When you wait, you lose time. If, you, if, you, if your setup time, in your, you, you know, your glue will need like ten seconds yep. setup. If you put one tab on and wait ten seconds and pull that ten seconds, you lost. Yep. In those 10 seconds you're waiting, you can put on, let's say, four more tabs. And by the time you put on the last tab, the first one will be ready to pull. And then you can just pull all of them. So no waiting time. Yeah, so basically we you, you call it, well, I know Ray Sapp knew. He's the one that gave me that terminology, which I already know what it, I knew I was doing that, but he, he, he nailed it perfectly, the term, terminology. He calls it a wet pull. Cause, so the glue's still wet, but it's strong enough to already pull. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, that's good. But this is not like wet pulling because uh-huh. the glue the glue settled down. Yeah, but you need to know how much time 
you need for your glue to settle down. So in the meantime, don't wait. Just put new caps on it. Yep. And you know what? It, like I, I mentioned too, Jean, you can probably think it. You know it and I know it. Every like situation has a different formula. You know what I mean? You can be in different environments, the high-strength steel, not high-strength steel, aluminum, then your glue, like you said, what tab. And every tab has a role. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Deal. When, when, when on that rail, what was your go-to tab or tabs? They were uh, the, is it like the 12, BP-12, black plague, black plague, the gangrene ones? Yep. Those were the, the main ones and 20s. Yeah. And what, what was the other one? What was the other brand? Uh, they you were st- all black plague. Oh, black plague. Okay. Okay, good deal. Yeah, it's, it's called the BP-12 and BP-20. Those are the sizes. Yes. Yeah. Twelve twelve millimeter and twenty for a little for bigger dents. Now, so now, are you pulling it? When you're pulling, are you going for the kill? Are you going for like a super high center out and top down and blend? Or are you are you kind of just yeah. finessing with it? That's it. That's it. I just pull hard. Let's go. Boom. 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 <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of, I, I like to do that too, but I'm not nearly as fast as you. So I, I get the technique. I just it's it, it's it's crazy though. I mean, literally, guys, that was a blasted rail, and and uh, he told me two hours, and I was like, shoot, man, I can't even get one of them out in two hours, man. So let alone, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, but but like I said, you know, I I've been doing the hell all of my life. So I mean, not all my life, all of my PDR life. So um, that's all I do. <laughs> A lot of glue pulling, a lot of rails with head jobs. Now, just just in case people aren't uh, familiar with who you are and what you do, where where do you where do you live? Where are you from? How long have you been doing PDR? So I'm uh, from Slovenia. I'm 30 years old now. I've been doing PDR for 10 years now. Wow! And you, did you get trained by someone else, or did you find you picked it up yourself? No, but. By myself, by myself. I got I got employed by a company in my country that does hail damage repair, and I did R and I first for them, and then basically they gave me a set of tools and a hood to practice on, and they say go at it. <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's I got a- an old set of A one tools, the the dinosaur lights, you know, those uh, neon lights with yeah. the cardboard oh, at yeah. the back. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was my learning, man. <laughs> That's a collector. Don't throw that away, man. <laughs> I think they're already in the trash. <laughs> is it? All right. Well, I know my, my, my stuff is too. Well, that, that, that's cool. That's, that's super interesting because um, we all know you do some really, really good work, and that's obviously one, one of the reasons why you're coming to PDR, uh, the Canada's event. Um, Thank you. So what, what about uh, – let's, let's talk about some big smashes here, okay? I got a big dent. Um, what is your general approach on big dents? Because we're going to cover this obviously at PDR uh, Secrets, yeah. but it's generally we know getting the big part out is like five minutes, you know, ten minutes, yeah. shrinking it down. Yeah. Beyond that, okay, we got different dents in different locations because now it's broken down into separate dents. What do we? Are you still? You, what do you generally like to do? What's your theory behind getting the dents super clean to the end? Yeah, so, so first I start, like you said, I break down the repair. I want to find the best way to get to the smallest dent possible, or maybe 10 smaller dents. Because smaller dents is way easier to push than bigger dents. So I either you can either use glue, cold glue, 
Sometimes I even push with my hand from underneath if I can get to it, if it's an open area. And then, then I look at it, uh, what, what is the best way to put, what is the easiest part to push that will not affect my uh, repair. So if there's something way on the other side, like a wave that is not affecting this part of the den, I, I get that out first. So it doesn't, it doesn't stay there, it doesn't bother me. Then if there's on a body line, I would like to get the body line first because usually body lines give strength to panels. Yes. So because sometimes a dent can oil can, but body line can't oil oil can, you know? Yes. <laughs> so so if you get the body line up, body line will uh, hold the pressure on the panel. It's way less chance to get the stretch dent. So what you're you know? saying you're saying is get the body if you got a big dent and it goes through the body line Try to get the body yeah. line up first because it's unlikely that it's going to um, get trapped pressure and lock up on you. Yeah, and yeah. and you need to make sure you react to the dent. You push and you see what the dent is doing, what how the metal is moving. You need to know when you push and you need to know when you knock down. That's right. Yeah, you got what you basically you're keeping an eye on the metal flow. That's what you're looking. Yeah. You're looking at the direction of where it's going. Is it going? where you want it to go or is it going away from where you want it to go? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah metal flow is very important. I mean, and it saves you a lot of time and trouble. Yeah. And, and then what are you using? What's your go-to tap downs right now to keep things clean and in, and in check? Uh, right now I have, um, the tip would be the R4 with the rubber cap on it yeah. to get creases out. Yep. That would be my go-to. Then, um, for everything else, basically, I use the pirate bag, like from Edgy Tools. Which one is that? Pirate bag, like from Edgy Tools. I'm not sure if I, I don't know if I know that one. Maybe I see, I know I've seen it, but I don't know which what which one is that. That's the it's not the no it, roll. It's, it's something else, right? Fire. Yeah, it's like a, a pointy. It's like if you imagine. Oh, a pirate oh no, leg, no, pirate, pirate leg, know? pirate leg. Okay, got yeah. it, got it, got it, got yeah. it. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I like that too. Now, are you using the black one, the the like the pay, the beige one? Which one is it? The beige one, yeah. Yeah, so the real hard one, the peak one stuff. Yeah, right? that uh, I love that tip, and it it doesn't mark. It's really hard to mushroom it. It's amazing. Wow, that's good, man. Shoot, yeah, that's good. That's you know, you and I are both pretty much on the same page, dude. Honestly, um, I use R fours. I. I call it the safe tap down. It's the tester. It's like it goes in there, explores to see if just to make sure, because yeah. you don't want to go with a sharp tip and then all of a sudden you're just whacking it. You got little dings marks all over inside the crown. Um, and pl- yeah. Besides, right, the R4 moves more metal smoother, right? It's kind of like putting yeah. a soft tip underneath it. It's That's what I like about the R4. You can technically use the same tip for pushing and tapping down. I mean, that's it's almost an instructable tap tip and for pushing and tapping down. I love it. Um, yeah, I have it also on my carbon rod for pushing. One side R4, the other side R2. So do you R2, do you leave that one like bare the way it is or you yes. have a cap on yes. it? R2, R2 is bare, R4 is with the cap and always. The R2, does that, does that have a ball on it or is that a yes. small ball? Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, got it. it. It's a smaller ball than R4. Okay, so R4 has got the red sherry cap on it. The R2 is a smaller version of the R4, but without a cap, correct? Yeah, that's okay. correct. Got it. So you're pushing metal, when you're doing hail, you're pushing up metals. 
as quick as you can less pushes right it's 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 bringing that metal with the soft tip and then fine and then fine tuning if you need to switch it to a sharp and pinpoint that little last pit out right or the little low yeah for bigger dents yeah if, if for smaller dents you can if dent is really small you can go with rubber tip you're going to get it flexed really fast yeah and if dent is really big you need to start with rubber yeah if it's something in between you can just go with the r2 all the time now, are you hitting the center right right off the bat when you are doing that? Of course, I, I know you probably use fog, right? Is that what you do? You use? Yeah, okay. I use fog, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going for the center all the time, yeah. Yep. Now, I don't want people to get, get it twisted here. People think, well, Mike, you teach from outside in. Yes, I do do that. I teach that. Um, I teach it because the guys, unfortunately, it's very hard to see the center with lines. So I teach the guys to trap the metal back into the center. But once they understand what their tool is at where it's doing what it's doing then they can hit yep. the center you know what i mean so that's the whole point point is hit the center and match up the tool tip with the center or be careful with if you're using a smaller tip but everyone has their own take and i i, I love it that's why i'm bringing you on here to kind of set you up for get people to familiar with who you are and talking i don't have you been on any other podcast because i honestly i don't keep up with everyone else's i'm i apologize with everybody else but i just I just don't have time. I've been on the tactical podcast with John Hiley. Oh, have you? Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. When was that? Like a month, month and a half ago. We did um, bringing a new product to market. It was me, Ray Sapno, and John Hiley. Oh, good. Cool. Yeah, me and John, you know, everybody says, like, man, you, you and Mike talk every day. Honestly, me and John, we, we are very, we work really hard together and then we, we do our own separate things too. So we don't talk every day, um, as you guys can tell. And he runs this thing and I run mine. So I'm um, cool. So, well, this is a completely different subject. So that's good. It's going, it's going well. Uh, we're get, we're trying yeah. to get as much tips as we can. Now, is there, what's a, what, give me some tech tips. Sean, like, uh, what what has helped you, or do you, is there was there a certain thing that that helped you turn the corner to be go from like you know, hey, I'm I'm good, and then all of a sudden like, damn, I know I'm really good now. Like, what what do you know what that part of your life or where it started turning? Yeah, I mean, um, the biggest for the for big dance, the biggest thing was metal flow. Yeah. When I learned. The, when I learn how to control the metal to see if a dent is uh, it's a dent dominant or a crease dominant dent, you know, that that thing just opened my eyes. Now I you finished. Sorry to interrupt you, but you mean dent dominant or crease dominant? You mean like a is it is it more of a crown dent? Do I have to tap down yeah, or do yeah, I have crown, to pull crown, for crown. pull underneath it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yes. Yep. Yep. My I, bad. No, no, no. I just want to, I, I just want to make sure. Cause maybe I, maybe I'm missing something I can learn right now. So, and I'm, and honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, I'm, I'm learning all the time. You know what I mean? I'm excited to be here and, and watch people do their thing. Um, so go back. Okay. So you, you learned the metal flow and, and so you knew, all right, man, I'm really starting to get this now. Yeah. Yeah. The time, the time of the repair just cut down a lot. Because the big dance that I do, big dance, I do it like um, it's not my everyday thing, you know. Yeah. When I do big dance, it's like a challenge for me. I want to do it to to push myself to see my limits. Yep. And then. And it, yep. Go ahead. Yeah. It took me. It took me at the start. It took me a long time. But with this, with metal flow, 
just cut down the time so much and the cleanness of the repair is amazing. So what are you exactly? Everybody should learn this. I know. And it get, so break it down so people can be a little, because I know people are going, what do they mean by metal flow? Like, like, okay, you've got a dent. What are you trying to, what are you trying to look for when you're, when you're pushing as far as be more specific about the metal flow, break it down. Yeah. So when I see, um, crease, no, it's a crown, a crown. When I see a crown, I always look, if I'm going to start tapping down that crown right now, what will happen? Will it have a place to move? So if it's a, if it's a high crown and there is a big low next to it, when you're going to start tapping that ground, the metal will not have a place to move, really. So it will just make a lot of small lows in that ground. So you need to push that low up first, not 100%, just maybe 90 95%. And that way, when you start tapping down on the ground, the metal is going to flow into that low, and it's going to basically make it almost flat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I and I hundred hundred percent agree. That's why I, that's why I just mentioned earlier. Is like like I start with a ta- with an R four because that's usually safer, and I can see if it's if the crown is being temperamental, and yeah. and 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 if it is, meaning if it's starting to leave like little lows in there, then then obviously we we got to go to the opposite thing is is pull or, or push, right? So you can either glue yeah, pull yeah. or push, you know, um, to control and help control that metal flow for the crown um I, I i get it you 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 and i are both on the same page on there um it's funny how but it's funny how i think generally we're all on the same page it's just again the small details like oh you're using that tap down or you're using that tool i never would have thought it, i could use that because i thought it would do this you know what i mean until you see it you don't believe it almost so that's yeah that's good. And then, and then you're pushing them. Let's say when you're pushing, where are you, are you want the metal to go towards the center or are you hitting? What, what are you doing? Like if it's a bigger dent, like that's, that's the thing until you get, get to the center, we're going to set up the center in a minute, but you're now you're outside of the crown. You got some of the crown laid down. What are you, what are you, yeah. what are you doing now? If, if the dent is not really sharp, so it, it's low chance of stretching the dent, I'm going to start just from, bringing metal in from the side in, you know, making the dent smaller. With soft tip, go on the edges and push towards the center, making the dent smaller. Yeah, interesting. I want I want to make the dent as smaller as I can. Yes, of course. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Quick and clean as you can, right, as you go. Yeah, yeah. All right, and, and so we're in the center. Now we're in the center. Are you still using the soft tip or are you kind of like backing off the soft tip or, you know, I, I don't know. Let's just say we got it down to about a silver dollar, maybe a baseball, smaller than a baseball size. Uh, what are you doing now? I try to go as with the soft tip as longer as I can, you know, because the soft tip won't make such push marks. Yeah. Trying to keep it clean as long as I can on soft tip. When I see I'm not hitting the very, uh, the, uh, let's say, a dot uh, or a point. Let, uh, if I'm not hit, pushing the point I want to, then I go sharper. Yep, yep, and that's what I'm, I'm, and I'm assuming that's it, uh, th- that. Oh, hold on, that, that's like when it's getting real smaller and, and you're going for the yeah. fine finishing. Yeah. Let me ask you this, yeah. Jean. Um, 
I probably already know the answer, but let's just make sure for the audience here, listeners. I got an aluminum panel. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. I'm finishing that baseball size dent. Um, what tool are you using, or what type of tools would you use? And this isn't Something this sharp. isn't a quiz. There, oh, okay, yeah, you, you already did it. Something yeah. sharp. Why? <laughs> Why would you use something sharp? Yeah, because aluminum is a different type of metal. It's um, harder, and sharp tools work great on aluminum. Yeah, just too great. And do you know why? I mean, because I know you know why, but why? Tell the audience, like, why? Why would you go the opposite of of sheet metal with aluminum and go with a sharp tip? Wouldn't you chew it up? Wouldn't you make break paint? Wouldn't you make a bunch of high spots? Why would you? Why you use a sharp tip? How do you avoid it making high spots? With how do you avoid do the high spots? Yeah, you gotta know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking? What are you looking for specifically? When you're pushing, uh, just um, small, small pushes, not too strong. Don't go full strength on small pushes and push and release, push and release, and you see how the metal reacts. Just add strength slowly. Don't go full on strength. Yeah, yep. I um yeah. So I agree too. Uh, what I've been told too as well when I was first learning too to have push with sharp tools because I was terrified of, of them when I was about like up to five years ago and a student I trained even back in the day his name's John Trice you guys might have known BDFW and he pushes uh, aluminum he goes Mike the Zerkus tools you got to get those because when you're when you're pushing you push just barely when right when you start seeing a pinch or a micro hide's about to happen you let go you put you back off. And that tightens yeah. up the metal and it shrinks. I don't know if that's if you feel the same way about that. Yeah, I feel yeah the same way. Oh, that's, that's, that's I, I feel that um, aluminum is harder to push, but when it moves up, it's gonna stay up. You know what I mean? I do, I do, and I also think I can add to that, Jean. Is uh, you know, I think everybody thinks that something's hard until they understand it, right? You know, and yeah. And then once you understand aluminum, like I love creases, but there's some techs out there that can't stand creases. But I think it's yeah. how well you understand it, how to fix something. And when you understand it, you you actually look forward to it because now you got a formula on how to fix it. Is that, am I not? Am I, am I wrong yeah. or am I right? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's uh. When it, you do when you do creases, Mike, do you drag? Now, that's a good question because you are asking me at the right moment right now because I'm going to say yes and no because before I would tell you, if you asked me that question probably four months ago, no, six months ago, I would tell you no. But today, I, anytime, any chance I get, I will do it. Yes. And what, what do you use to drag? All right, here's the cool thing. Since I've learned, I use standliner tools, anytime I can get it in there, I'll do a, a snake tool, a rounded snake. Now, 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 let's say I can't get any of that in there. Uh, what I will do is use a like a ninety degree soft tip, right? But I won't okay. use this. I won't use the soft tip. I'll turn it around and use the heel of the tool uh, bare mm-hmm. and drag it that way, and it works like a standliner tool, and it's it seems to do the great trick. That's when I have narrowness and I can't get a tool in there. And I think they came out with a finger tool or something that straight one that you can drag like that, but. That that's what I've been using. So, nice. what's your take? Um, I I honestly, I I tried drag 
dragging only on the roofs. Got it. Because, uh, yeah, what I do on the roof is um, I have a normal carbon rod mm -hmm. and I have a R4 cap on it. And I push with one hand, I push up. So it's like high spot. Then with the other hand, I'm, I'm holding the tip and I just drag it over the crease. And it, you get the crease out like super, super fast. But I, I don't know how to repeat this process on doors. Unless you take the doors off, you know, yeah. put it on the stand. Yeah. Now, are you able, do you, ha do you own any whale tails, like killer whale tails at all from Standliner? Mm -mm. I, I need to buy some Standliner tools. Well, I the, really do. Yeah, that one, then there you go. That, cause that would get your, that would, that would help your drag technique that you, you just mentioned. So, I mean, that, it definitely mm -hmm. helps. Um, yeah, he, I'm not sure if he's actually going to be there. I told him to come there, but I'm not sure if he's planning to come to Canada. It's his home country, so where he's living now. So we're talking Thomas, yeah. Thomas uh, Kaz's yeah, uh, Thomas, son. Yeah. yeah, but I, you know, you, you know, Jean, there are so many different tools coming out right now. I just got a whole crap load of them last week, and every single one of them are freaking good, dude. And and they're new tools that are going to help. Us techs become quicker, faster, and cleaner. I mean, it's it's un, un, remarkable. And so my point is, is these tools have come out, different ones. What is your latest tools uh, that you've been using that you like? Um, the double D hanger, definitely. Yeah. You tried it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. I, I see. And the only, only thing with me is I don't get to use it as often as you do because you're a hail tech, right? Yeah, and so yeah. I don't I don't get to use it, but when I when I have tried it and used it, it's phenomenal. It works just like it's advertised, if not better. Yeah, yeah, that one, um, the the dent wizard tool, the door tool, dent wizard, you know, with the the one I said before, and uh, dent reaper. Those are all the tools that I got in the last uh, what four months, maybe. Wait, wait, what what dent wizard tool are you talking about? Is the door tool? You talking the flat bar? No, 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 no. It's called. Uh, it's from A1. I think it's the dent wizard tool. It has a ratcheting handle, huh? and on the end, it has uh, like a BB tip. Oh, okay, okay. I, I know what you're talking about. Kind of like a almost like an R4 end tip on it. Yes. Okay. Yes, and you can put the R4 cherry cap on it. It will not fall down. Yeah, I. So you know, I gotta really get good. that now that you freaking mention it. Okay, cool, cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, and I ordered. Uh, what did I order now? I ordered Lucky Seven set. Oh, you're gonna to like that. Try dude. it. You're gonna like it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll I like it. I ordered the 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 hammer that has the tips rotating that you need to buy it. Oh, the ratchet hatchet. The ratchet hatchet. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Grom loves that. One. He loves that tool. Yeah, I can't wait to try it and. The Glexo cold glue I ordered. Oh gosh, another one, dude. Another, another. You like? Oh my gosh, dude. You're gonna love it, dude. So yeah, yep. And I have to plug in my gloves. I love my gloves. <laughs> you know what? I honestly, I'll be honest with you guys. Everybody's asking me, "Hey, where'd you get those gloves?" And I, I and I said, "I got them from Jean. He's selling them." Blah blah blah. But I'm not a glove guy. I don't wear gloves all the time. But, man, they did help. And, matter of fact, I'm training some students, and one of them is using them all the time every day. So he loves them. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think they're Thanks. they're good. For a guy who doesn't wear gloves all the time, 
I'm not sure. You know what I mean? But the guys who wear gloves, and I know a lot of friends that do, you need to talk to yeah. John and hit him up and, and check out these gloves. They're, they're awesome. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I mean, for the tools, since we were just talking about the tools, I was, at the beginning, I was that type of guy that I had my own set of, I had my set of tools. Like, like you were saying on the last, last your podcast, you know, you said, oh, yeah, I can do dance with five tools, you know. Yeah, it's true, but how long does it take you to do that, you know? I mean, now all the tools that are coming out, I used to stick with my, maybe for like six, seven years, I didn't spend any money on the tools unless I broke something and I needed new. But now I'm I'm buying stuff because it saves you time, you know? Yes. You just need to look at it, how much time it saves you and time is money. So you're not spending money, you're making money actually when you're buying tools. That's that's right. You're not spending money, you're making money. You you put it perfectly in, in those terms. I, I've had a talk with tons of people and that's just, that's just way, the well put right there. You know, I think it's, mm-hmm. and besides, you're not, you're investing in yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you're, an investment. It's not throwing away. It's no. not getting 10 beers at the bar. And you have nothing from it the next day. Yeah. You, you have except your a headache. tool, you have it for, ooh, yeah, yeah, except a headache. <laughs> and one more day that you need to lay in bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I feel that, I feel 100 the same, man. I'm, uh, well, I, I just wanted to give you a call, man. I wanted to see, you know, touch base with you. Um, we haven't had a chance to talk one-on-one. It's great. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you again at, at, uh, at the event. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. Uh, I hope a lot of people show up and learn a lot of stuff. I'm going to be teaching and learning. Exactto. Exacto mundo. You know what? Here's another thing I was talking to Dominic about real quick, and then I'll let you go. Um, what I was telling him is like the people who are attending, it's not it's not like they're just sitting back and watching at this event. They're actually, they're they're the not only the audience, they're the participant and they're the teacher. You 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 talk about your technique and we all talk about our technique and then we get our style down you know what i mean we we kind of implement yeah. it into our style cuz it's like dent foo right yeah you grab one tip from one guy you grab one tip from another guy somebody will grab a tip from you and we all get better that's right i love that and, i love and it. one thing one thing i forgot to mention before we will also be doing the power pdr box right we will. I think Don, well, definitely Don's got that. And uh, yeah. Yeah, know, Don yeah. says he has it. And I don't know if you've seen my video that I posted recently that I did a huge two dance in one that were stretched with the power PDR box. So we're going to be playing around with that one. I'm going to be showing how I use it. That's awesome. I, I'm looking forward to it. I just used it the other day and saved my butt on, on a door. Uh, but, and some yeah. of the guys, some guys I know up in LA, they sent it, the guy came all the way, you know, from LA to San Diego and have me fix his car. And the only way I would have been able to do it was the power PDR box. So yeah. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to, to, like I said, see you and everybody else and, and the attendees and, uh, and get really dirty. That, that power PDR box really pushes our limits. I know it does, dude. It's a savior. If you can get behind it and and you have yeah. a shot, it, it's it's over like Rover. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jean, I just wanted to say thanks a lot, man, for taking the time. I know it's uh, super early in the morning for you over there. 
Um, it's no problem. And, um, and, and where am I calling now? Where are you at right now? Just real quick. Sydney. I'm in Sydney. I'm uh, chasing kale. Oh, good day, mate. So yeah, good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> cool. How's it, is it going good over there? Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right. Oh, that's good. I like to hear that, man. I know you're killing it. I don't have to. I don't have to babysit you, man. You 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 got your own, dude. So, well, listen. I'll I'll catch yeah. up with you online. I'll get a chance to take. Hey, send me a link to my to my messenger, dude. I want to see that video. I haven't seen it. All so, right. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll send it now. Thanks for coming on, John. And uh, hold on hey, after the second. Okay. Thanks for having me. You got it, dude. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. Take care. All right. Now we're finally going to get to the done in 60 seconds or dense gone in 60 seconds okay so that's the that's the title this i can't put the our title of the podcast too long because you know i guess it just kind of looks like crap but this is a if you've been listening to this this long here it is okay so i wanted to talk about making money faster easier quicker because we're leaving money on the table we all have repairs probably that come, you know, we get messages or emails or text messages or phone calls that, hey, I've got this big dent and, you know, how much is it going to cost me? And then we give them, you know, a variation of price, right? We, we go, well, it's going to be anywhere between, you know, 350 to, you know, 575 you know, we, we, we just kind of give them a variation or some of you guys give one prices that you just hit them at 575 right well what's the option right there's how many options does that customer have there none right they got one option actually one option and that's to fix it for your price that you said now they either do it or they don't and chances are right you it's a 50 50 chance right that's that's not hard to do the math they do or they don't. That's a 50-50 chance. And now all of those customers, you have 10 calls, all the same scenario. How many of those people you think you get at that price range? Three, five, six? I guess it depends on how well you are a salesperson, number one. But you really have to work for it. If you're text messaging or anything like that. So what I'm getting at is, yeah, some of you guys can sell that all day long and a lot of you can get it, but most of you don't, okay? Most of you won't get that price if you give them one option. So here it is. Give them two options when they have big dents. Well, what's that, Mike? Well... Pop the first dent out, like pop the, the, say I got the first option. Let me, let me, let me rephrase that. First of all, watch how you say pop out. Okay. There's some words that I've been working on, not saying this year, pop out cheap, cheaper than a body shop. I don't even try to say the word cheap at all. So that's rule number one. Do not say cheap. Okay. Affordable is your replacement. All right, so getting back to the solution, right? All right, so let me just explain my technique that people tell me, you know, when they send me a big dent, I will I will send them a faster response, okay? Here's how it goes. Now, you guys remember, I have systems I built in. So they send me a photo. Most of it's going to pop out, okay? 
but I don't tell that to the customer. Um, but it, but if I didn't pop it out and they want it fixed all the way, it's going to be another price. Okay. So here's what I say. I, Hey, Mr. Smith, thanks for the photos. I have two options. The first option is called rapid PDR pull technique. It's a method that allows the majority of the dent to quickly return to its shape. However, it does generally leave minor waves, imperfections, or smaller dents caused from the original impact. This first option is the most affordable and would cost $150. Option two, if you don't like the ripples and the possible leftover minor dents removed, the total cost would be $475. This is the most challenging because we spend 90% of our time on the last 10% of the dent removal. No repainting involved for either option, and you are more than welcome to go with option one first, but no obligation for option two. And then I give them a link to my schedule and blah, 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 and then it goes on there. Now, what do you mean? Like, oh, what, what do you mean? Like, you $150. Well, I take my Glexo, or I have my, my student, I'm not my, my PDR tech. I give them the heads up. This is what this is about. The customer vouches for that. They book the appointment, and I make sure that the technician knows. Technician puts his cold glue on it. Boom, boom, boom. He'll probably do two or three pulls. Generally done in 60 seconds or less. Customer looks at it. They decide how picky they really are or aren't. And half of them, more than half of them, go for the $150 because that, that's good enough for them. Now, if you didn't have the cold glue or if you never thought about that second option or doing two options, you're leaving money on the table. Now you just upped your chances even higher. I think you doubled your chances of that customer calling you instead of 50%. It's probably more of a 60, 70% chance of them calling you or booking the appointment, going, going to moving forward with either one option. Cold glue or Glexo is the way to go. If you don't have it, you're missing out on that option right there because we know a lot of these dents today, a lot of the big dents can be pulled out with Glexo glue quickly, easily, painless. However, however, there is a catch. Some customers, if you are not clear with them, now I've been doing this well enough to, to give you some advice. If you do not communicate what I just told you, to them that there's there will be some obvious ripples waves now you that it's gonna it's gonna vary from from job to job or dent to dent because it depends on the severity of it you'll know based on your experience how well that would pop out okay but don't use the word pop out use the word rapid pdr pull technique it sounds way more professional and it doesn't sound like you're ripping them off because everyone knows what a pop-out is. I just don't like it. It just sounds cheap. So I changed my, my verbiage so it doesn't sound like that. Remember, it's all about justification, how you communicate with them. Now, this could easily be rehearsed so you can make sure that you understand this. If you talk to a customer over the phone, they may need to want some more clarification, some more detailed information about how you're going to do that. Okay, but the important part at the end says there's no repainting involved on either option and you're more than welcome to go with option one first with no obligation for option number two. 
So you're kind of summarizing what you said. And generally, I like to do it through text because it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, no, I didn't say that. This is what I said. It shows proof of how you're communicating with them. Now, I would prefer you to send that text message to them or email and then give them a call and discuss it over the phone. At least you've already replied with that and put it there. Why do I say that? Because there has been one time where we fixed a person's car and we communicated them just like I mentioned to you. And we, my technician got there because I've already briefed him on the situation. He gets there. He explains the same scenario that I just mentioned on the reply. The customer asks, well, how perfect is it going to be? And my technician replies, it's not going to be perfect. We mentioned you will pull a majority of the dent out, but you will still have those crowns that you see here. You'll still have a slight wave down there. He goes, but I want it to look like the other side. Well, then you would have to pay the $475 because it's not going to rapidly remove completely for $150. But the customer insisted, okay, go ahead. We did it. Customer goes, I thought it was going to be perfect. No, sir. We, we, we told you. And we had a written contract too. We write or have it written down. They sign the signature. You can do that in Mobile Tech RX. Again, uh, we'll get to that story why. But anyways, uh, we'll stay on track. Make sure you have them sign the signature on your Mobile Tech RX or your invoice. Otherwise, you may not get paid. Anyhow, the customer was asking for a discount even before we even got there. Like when, the t when my technician got there, the customer was asking for a discount. And we said, no, this is, this is the options that you have. And even afterwards, he's like, I'm not satisfied with it. And we commu completely communicated with him. And uh, so I'm just letting you know that some people will still try to take advantage, even if you're, you are uh, being as upfront and communication, communicated as best as possible. Did it happen again to anybody else? No, never had any problems beyond that. But I'm very clear on what we do and what the expectations will be like. And the more clear you are, definitely the less problems you're going to have. But that was uh, a very rare, unique customer. So, oh, and by the way, he said he was going to report us to the Bureau of Automotive Repair and blah, blah, blah. And I said, no problem. I go, I just have, I have documentation of everything I've said to you. I was completely upfront and I would be more than happy to talk with whoever you're going to uh, do a report with. He said he was going to write a bad review. He didn't do any of that. He, I think he just wanted the discount. He was just being hard-headed. Now, if I was in a position where, or my technician was in a position where they did not sign the invoice, then we would probably end up walking from that and not not getting paid. And he threw the money at, at my technician too, by the way. So yes, you have to uh, hold your cool, cool, but if you know you're in the complete right, you did everything by the book and communicated how the, how it was going to be, as you can tell, I, I was saying that in the text message, you have nothing to be worried about. 
Besides, it's your experience, right? In the end, basically, is why you're getting paid. So try that technique. Try those options because you are leaving money on the table if you don't. You will find that you're, you, you, you will get that customer more than you, than you did just giving them one, one price. Now, it's not going to work on the smaller dents, but it's going to be going to work at your discretion on what you think is qualifying for those two options. So I hope that, I hope that helps. I got to get going. I got to edit this and put it all together and you listening to it. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I, give, me a, give me something, man. Give me some thumbs up on YouTube if you're hearing on YouTube. Give me a reply. What's your thoughts? What do you like to use? What, are you using Glexo glue now or you're not? What are you using stuff for? Okay, what's your new go-to tool? Give me some comments down at the bottom. I'd love to hear from you if you're on YouTube or give me a review on iTunes. I love it, man. I appreciate that. I'll start reading those sometime soon. Okay, you guys have a good one. Talk to you later.